Hey there, I'm Sarah Zarella, a portrait and wedding photographer and your host for Wedding Secrets Unveiled. This is a podcast where we cut through the complexity of wedding planning, leaving you with everything you need to know directly from the industry experts. If you want to simplify your wedding planning while having fun, of course, you came to the right place. Join me while I guide you through your planning, starting from your engagement to your big day where you say, I do. After photographing for the past 19 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you will find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh, honest take on the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends. So today's episode, we will be talking about custom signage at your wedding. So I'm sure a lot of you may have not even thought about this, or maybe some of you have, but you just don't know where to start. So we'll be talking with Danielle Holleran today, who is the owner and creator of Details and Swirls. She's going to kind of break down all things to do with custom signage. We're going to talk about everything from the trends to pricing to how you order remotely if you are ordering online or how you work with someone locally, the differences and the pros and cons of each. We're also going to kind of talk about seating charts and giving you some tips on those and how to create a seating chart and when you need to have your deadline in for seating charts for custom signage. She's also going to kind of go over with you a little bit about where you can put your signage at your wedding. So if you are in your planning process and you're starting to think about the visuals of your wedding day, this episode is for you. So sit back, relax, and listen to my conversation with Danielle where she talks about beautiful signage at your wedding. Oh, and by the way, she also has an online shop where you can get some fabulous gifts for those loved ones, whether it be for a holiday or for a wedding gift. So sit back and relax and enjoy my informative conversation with Danielle. Well, hello, Danielle. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I am so appreciated that you took up our offer. Um, for those listeners that are out there, you your your request has been heard. I know a lot of people wrote in and they wanted to learn about customization of signage at your own wedding. And so I have the perfect guest for you today. So thank awesome. you. Thank you for joining so- us. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat more about signage in this whole area of the wedding industry. Perfect. Well, for our listeners, can you tell them who you are, who you serve, and what you do in your business? Of course. So for those of you who don't know, my name is Danielle Holleran, and I'm the owner of Details and Swirls. And I always think that this question is funnier when someone asks me like, oh, what do you do in your business? Because I feel like I could go on forever and ever and ever. But as a brief overview, I kind of have two different areas of my business when it comes to weddings and signage. I have my local wedding sign rental business, which is here in Rhode Island, where I create custom signage for local clients and brides and deliver the pieces to their wedding venue on their wedding day. And then I also have a website where 
I have customers from all over the country who I make signs for and ship those pieces out to them for their wedding day. I love it. You know what? I love the fact that you can ship anywhere in the U.S. because based on the podcast listeners, you know, we, a little tip for all those listeners, we get to see our analytics behind the scenes. <laughs> and I do see that a lot of you are listening from not just in our home state of Rhode Island. So there you go. If you're looking for custom signage, you can hit Danielle up all over the nation, right? You ship everywhere in the nation? <laughs> yes. Cool. Yep. All over. I've shipped to Alaska, Hawaii, California, like crazy all over. It's wild. (laughs) So what is exactly, if somebody is looking into getting custom signage for their wedding, let's talk a little bit about the custom signage for weddings first, and then we can kind of talk about the other portion of your business, which is, you know, the the signage for non-weddings and where you can ship all Mm -hmm. over. So with that said, if someone's looking into custom signage and thinking about that for the wedding, like where do they even start? Of course, I feel like signs are one of those things that people may see on Pinterest or, you know, see photos of and think, oh, I want, you know, signage for my wedding. But then when it actually comes down to it, it's like, well, what do I need signage for? Where do I start? So I'll kind of run you through the basics of what I see most frequently when I'm offering signage and kind of the different offerings that I include. So first and foremost, I think welcome signs are definitely the most popular for custom signage. I would say that mostly all of the weddings that I do either in person or even shipping out signs are welcome signs that are personalized with the client's names on them. A lot of times they'll include the date, the location, or any other you know, fun details along those lines. So welcome signs are definitely number one. Another big custom signage area is seating charts, which is kind of a whole other area in itself. But if someone is going the route of a seating chart rather than escort cards, um, that is where custom signage can also come into play. If you would like a seating chart done on either a wooden sign or acrylic sign or a mirrored sign, something along those lines. That's something that we can assist with. And then it comes into all of the little details. So think table numbers, cards and gifts sign, guest book signs. I do very frequently, especially for those who have like kind of a unique guest book, instructing guests on how to, you know, go through the steps of like a Polaroid guest book or something along those lines. Even uh, signature drink signs, if you have signature drinks at your wedding, even if you don't, I've done many bar menu signs, just showing your guests here are the different options that we have available at our bar. The list can kind of go on and on from there. Memorial table signs. I like to tell my clients and anyone reaching out to try to think of different areas and like table scapes that you have in your wedding. So if you're planning a table with memorial photos, do you need a sign there? If you're planning a table where guests are going to be dropping their gifts or placing their cards, do you need a sign there? If you have an area of your wedding that is focused around the bar or the guest book, is there a need for signage to kind of give guests some more information on what's going on in those areas? That's actually a great point. You just answered my question was was <laughs> what for somebody who's just starting this and just thinking about this, maybe they don't even know where they need it, but that was a great tip. Mm-hmm. Think about their tablescapes and then you guys yes. can kind of plan and go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many times I'll have, you know, clients reach reach out and say, you know, I don't know 
what I I know I want, you know, a smaller sign and a medium sign. I'm not sure, you know, what I want written on it. So I'll give them a whole list of options that I've seen people use in the past. And I'll ask them, you know, do you have a guest book? Do you have a memorial table? Do you have this type of table or that? And then it gets their wheels turning of like, oh gosh, yeah, I actually do have this set up. I would like something along those lines. And it helps them think a little clearer because it can be so overwhelming at first thinking of like all of the options, even like dessert table options, like it can kind of go on and on. I I was going to say like a lot of the little things that you're saying, like memorial table, dessert table, or guest book table, you know, for us who go to these weddings pretty much Mm -hmm. on a regular every weekend, for us, it's like, you know, a no brainer, but for someone who's listening, they might be like, I didn't even think about the dessert table. So basically tip number one is sort of just kind of go through your tablescapes and see what might be needed there. And then obviously also just kind of contacting you and seeing what else you've done. I'm sure that when you send Mm -hmm. people some samples, it kind of starts to make them think of what else they can use. Oh, definitely. And even that, that kind of covers the more so, I'm not sure like the specific word, but the more like reasonable sign area. But then there's a whole other area of just fun signs. Like, let's say you just want to sign with a quote on it. That's really important to like you both as a couple or anything along those lines. I've done some really funky signs that are just different quotes and little memos that are just special to the couple that don't necessarily have to do with like the flow of the event or a very like practical use. They're just special to the couple, which I also like to suggest that as well if people are starting to think of signage if there's anything that you kind of just want to include in your day that makes it more catered towards you signage is a really great area and outlet for you to do that so how about figuring out what type of signage that they want material wise where Mm -hmm. where can we help our listeners go with that of course i love that question because it's crazy to think that oh, signage. Okay. I want a welcome sign. And then everything we've just talked about, it's like, oh my goodness, I didn't know. Like so much went into this. There really are just so many options and so many decisions you can make. So I would say the three main kind of categories of signage would be acrylic signs, wooden signs, and mirrored signage. Of course, there's some different things thrown in the mix. But generally, I think that those three areas probably cover an overwhelming amount of categories that you would be looking at. So I would take a look at your kind of theme as a whole and just see what material you think would work best. And this doesn't mean you have to say, okay, all of my signage has to be acrylic or all of my signage has to be wood. You can definitely mix and match. I've mixed and matched for my clients for sure. But just when you're starting to plan, just see which types of signage you gravitate towards, whether that be signs you've pinned on Pinterest, take a look at what material they are. If they're all acrylic, well, you'll probably wanna do acrylic signage. If they're all mirrors, you're probably leaning more towards mirrored signage and that'll give you a better indication on who to reach out to kind of what your different options may be and you can move forward from there. Danielle, can you tell our listeners a little bit about not to kind of get off topic a little bit, but about your actual process, because um, I think you have a very unique process than some people who, you know, 
or online or maybe on an Etsy shop or I'm not, I mean, you you just, you actually physically handwrite them, right? Yes. Yes. So it's pretty crazy because there's a lot of signage out there now, whether it be on Etsy or this, that, and the other place. And a lot of people do use vinyl and Cricut, which is perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, but the signage that I do is actually all handwritten. So it's hand lettered from start to finish, like completely and totally customized, which is really great because it allows me the option to really get custom and personalized with my clients. Cause it's a blank campus for me. I can do absolutely anything. I'm not restricted to any fonts or any sizes or any like parameters that I need to print within. Like it's the blank piece and whatever you want in whatever shape, size, form, words at all I can do, which creates for a really, really fun experience because the client really has complete control over what they want on their pieces, which I find that they always really enjoy. It's exactly. And then I also think it's really great because it kind of goes hand in hand with what we were just talking about earlier, which is, you know, not only are you having a blank canvas for people to do their signage, but you also can start to, you know, help them figure out what signage they need. I mean, you're all in one custom shop mm-hmm. basically for them. Kind of going into the, the the actual practicability of signage. So me being a photographer, I do see your signs at the event um, or signage in general, but I also see some logistics happening that I don't think a lot of people think about when they think about their signs at wedding. I mean, they just see a pretty sign and they say, I would love to have something like that. But what they don't understand is a little bit of the installation situations that you might run into. Yeah. So can we can we talk a little bit about that? Oh, definitely. So this is something that I learned early on in my business too, because I kind of thought the same thing, like, oh, just there's a sign, you just put it up there. And there's definitely a lot more that is involved. So locally, I offer wedding rentals, as I mentioned, and with my wedding rental package, I offer a full service delivery and breakdown package. Now with the wedding signs I sell on my website, I'm obviously not able to offer that because they're shipping all over. But for anyone who's listening, who may be setting up their own signs, I'll give you a little bit of a rundown of how we approach delivery and setup. So most of the mirrors that I, or most of the pieces that I set up for my delivery weddings are mirrors. And at first I thought, oh my goodness, mirrors are so heavy. You just pop, pop them on the easel. They're not going to go anywhere. And that is not the case. <laughs> the pieces definitely need to be safely installed and secured whenever you're setting up pieces at a venue, especially if you're setting up pieces outside. So what we like to do is just ensure that we're arriving to the venue with all of the proper materials that we need. So that includes ground anchors for all of our easels to anchor our easels into the ground, zip ties, absolutely number one, (laughs) zip ties to zip tie the mirrors and pieces down to the easels, which we will do this, whether it's an outdoor wedding or even an indoor wedding, we still zip tie all of our pieces to the easels because it just takes one person's elbow to knock, you know, a piece over. Even acrylic signs for anyone who's listening who may be purchasing acrylic signs online, bring clear fishing line or give your venue coordinator, anyone who's setting up your pieces, clear fishing line to 
secure that acrylic sign to the easel because those acrylic signs, they are light as a feather and the corners are very sharp. So all it takes is a gust of wind and that sign is flying away. So it's all little things like that, that you really would not think about. And of course, along with that, we bring, you know, little cloths to wipe away fingerprints and, you know, little minor touch-ups like that. But when it comes to setup, my biggest suggestion would be zip ties for sure. If you're setting up a sign that has, you know, hardware on the back of it. If not, if you're setting up an acrylic type sign, bring clear fishing line so that you can tie it down to that easel. So you don't have to worry about it flying away. Exactly. Because you know, it's funny is in just another little tip off subject, but same thing with your florals. <laughs> like I cannot, yes. I mean, I cannot say enough how many times I've seen this beautiful setup for an outdoor wedding. And then like the florals are on their pillars and then they just kind of go boop and they fall down, which obviously if you have a professional florist on site, they will, um, you know, like you said, secure it. But same thing with your signage. I mean, you see this beautiful sign when you walk up. Let's just take, for example, the ceremony and it talks about the seating and just welcoming people. But I mean, I don't think that people understand the actual, what goes into putting it there and the installation, which thank you for giving them some tips because obviously if you're working with a local signage company, maybe maybe it does, it, it would be worth kind of dealing with them for the installation. But obviously mm -hmm. if they're getting something, you know, that you're shipping out to them or if they're working with a company that they are ordering online, definitely think about the process of the setups. How about the people who are listening that are not local? Do, do you suggest that they like work, maybe like their event coordinator can help them set up these signs or just make sure that somebody's on site is setting up the signs, not just putting it on the easel basically. Definitely. I think that it's really important to, I feel like just everything in weddings, organization and being kind of like ahead of the game with a lot of these things will just save you such a headache. So when it comes to signage, I think it's important to kind of determine a contact person who's going to be handling your signage. Because chances are, if you're the bride or whoever is responsible for booking and getting all of these things together, you're not going to be the one the day of your wedding setting things up. So this may be great knowledge for you to have, but it's not really going to do anything unless you're relaying this information to whoever is responsible. So I would recommend just talking to your venue coordinator. A lot of times they're ve very willing to set up these types of pieces just before the wedding while everything's, you know, getting set up. If you have a wedding planner, of course, this would be something to go over with your wedding planner. If you have a family member who's helping set up that day, again, great information to go over to them. You can put all of the info, you know, just in a little bag with the materials that they may need for setup with just some brief instructions and go from there and make it a very like seamless, easy process. And then you'll know that all of your signs are good to go. Nothing's going to be falling over and you'll be all set. So Danielle, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, let's kind of get into pricing. And then also let's talk about like the trends that you're seeing out there in your industry. Awesome. Sounds great. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. And don't forget, you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcast. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now let's get back to the episode. 
All right, Danielle, so before the break, we were talking a little bit about types of signs and installation and what people can do with their signs at the event, but what about pricing? What is everybody looking at for signage and rough pricing at their event? Yes, so pricing is definitely one of the areas that I feel like is not clearly discussed in the signage world, especially when it comes to just like seeing inspiration on Pinterest and all of these big signage installations and things like that. I don't think that a lot of people have a very clear idea of the cost of signage because it can vary so much. So for instance, the lowest priced signage that I offer on my website, like as a custom order for acrylic signs or wooden signs that I can ship out anywhere starts from $40. And those types of signs are just kind of grab and go. They're not in a package or anything along those lines. The service on those types of online orders are at a little bit of a lower level. It's like if you went on Etsy and just wanted to buy a sign type of thing. Those prices are going to be a little bit on the lower end. I would say for your smaller signs like cards and gift signs, guest book signs, things like that, you're probably looking at a starting point of $40 to $50 per sign based on the size you choose and then upwards from there. Whereas if you're looking to book an actual service locally, like my wedding sign rentals that I offer a full service package, you're looking at a little bit more of an investment. The main package that I offer runs around $1,000 and that includes a welcome sign, seating chart, medium sign, small sign, table numbers, card box, full service, delivery, and breakdown. So in that case, it's not so much you're just purchasing a product to set up at your wedding. In the case of that, you're booking a full service vendor who's going to be part of your journey and design of your custom pieces from A to Z through your wedding. So it really just depends on, obviously, one, your budget, and two, what type of service you're looking for. If you just want to grab a couple signs and have your aunt or your wedding planner set them up for you, that's perfect. You can go the route of purchasing something online. Whereas if you would like something a little more hands-on, a little more customized, a full service vendor, maybe you go the route of finding someone local in your area who does full service custom signage. And make sure that if you have your aunt or your mom set up, you bring the little bag yes. of tricks that you just said earlier. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And they'll be good to go. <laughs> Perfect. Well, what about um, guest or I'm sorry, seating charts? I'm assuming that that is probably something that's very involved because you're dealing with it very close towards the wedding because you have to wait for the guest list to come mm -hmm. in and things can change a lot. So what, what do you oh, do yeah. in that situation? Yes. So seating charts are definitely the trickiest area when it comes to signage. Now, again, I'll kind of talk to this in two different ways. So I offer seating charts on my website in the form of acrylic or wooden seating charts that are shipped out to the customer. So in that case, there really isn't much wiggle room because I need to account for how much time it's going to take me to do the seating chart, make sure it ships to them well in enough time for their wedding and things like that. So in those types of situations, I have a hard deadline of you can't make changes past this point because I'm working on it or it's in transit 
to you before your wedding. Now, the localized service that I offer for my local clients is a little bit different because I'm the one physically bringing the pieces to their wedding venue on the day of the wedding. So God forbid if changes come up the week before, I'm able to accommodate those changes because the piece is in, you know, my hands. So how I typically approach that is I wait till the like absolute very last minute to start my client's seating charts, typically only a couple days before the wedding. Oh, really? Because, yeah. Oh, wow. There's always, <laughs> there's always last minute changes. And now I have the flexibility in my schedule to do that where when I was still working full time and doing this, yeah, I couldn't start the seating chart a couple of days before the wedding because I didn't have the time. But now that I've just seen the trends of, okay, most all weddings the week before, there's a couple people, you know, dropping yeah, but out. That's so nice, Danielle, that you do that because then a lot of times it takes the pressure off of your full service clients mm -hmm. because they know that like they have until that certain deadline that you're giving them, which sounds like it's relatively pretty close to their wedding because it, yeah. it is all custom done. Exactly. And then I can tell them, hey, you know, I need your seating chart by this date, usually a couple, a week or two before. So I can start the prep work on the back end. But I tell them, you know, you can make changes up till, you know, X date. So don't worry if the one you sent me isn't perfect. I just need it on my end to outline, you know, how many tables, grid line, back end, things like that. But when it comes to actually writing the names, like, don't worry about it. Don't stress. Like, it, I'm not starting it until this time and I can always make changes. So I know that they're always really appreciative of that. And I'm like, this happens every wedding. It's not just you, <laughs> believe me, don't worry about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I do what we do is we do a lot of like final detail calls and we usually do that a couple weeks prior. So that way, like all the details are wrapped up. But even then I will say like roughly how many people are coming to your wedding and we still get like maybe 70 to 80. Or I'm like, okay, well, that's 10 people right there. <laughs> you know? I know. Um, so it's, it's interesting. I mean, it just, you know, be listening to you being the person that actually is doing the presentation you know what goes behind the scenes of it and like and how soon to the wedding you're actually doing the final tweaking that's amazing that's something for any listeners to keep in mind too wherever you are if you're trying to decide should i purchase a seating chart online or should i work with someone local you know it may just depend on something like that i would definitely reach out and ask those individuals what happens if I have to make a change, you know, a week before, what does that look like? I think that that's a really important question to ask both your local vendors that you may be looking into or any online shops that you may be looking into. Cause that answer definitely may vary depending on their timelines. Super smart. I got a question for you, a little off subject, but you know, mm -hmm. something that will help people plan their seating chart. Have you ever seen unique ways come to you about how people actually plan their seating chart, like physically figure out how people are seating at each area? Have you ever seen something kind of cool that you're like, oh, that's a good idea? You know, I haven't seen anything really out of the box. Most clients do it in Excel. And I know that that seems like super straightforward and boring, but that's what I see most often with my seating chart clients. One thing I will say, again, for any listeners who are thinking about doing a seating chart, is a lot of people don't realize that you have a couple different options of how the seating chart is laid out. So 
you can either have it organized alphabetically so all of the guests are just alphabetized by last name smart or you can have it done by table where all of the tables are on the seating chart and the guests are underneath the table so a lot of times and this is something i tell my clients ahead of time like hey whenever you're making your seating chart just keep in mind what layout you want and that's how you should organize your guest list whether it's alphabetically or by table just something to keep in mind on the organizational back end if you're thinking of a seating chart because i think a lot of people don't even realize that there's two different layouts that you can do no actually that's a great point because i do see the layouts being at the weddings uh, you know every weekend but you're right there is two distinct different layouts mm -hmm. so it's kind of how do you want your guests to visualize that one thing I want to just kind of add that I actually saw one of my couples do that I would love to share for the listeners is when they were figuring out their seating chart and they had a lot of moving pieces and kind of what Danielle was saying, like, you know, you have till a certain time to actually give the Excel sheet over to for the signage to be made. But when you're actually trying to figure out who should sit where, I actually saw somebody make it like a poster board, right? And they put like yeah. the round tables on it and they took post-its with the people's names and they moved it all around. So that, and then they kept moving it all around like as people were RSVPing and as people were you know, saying they're attending and dropping out. But the reason why they put on the post-its was that that way they can physically move it on the diagram and move people all around. Like say, for example, they had like five round tables that sit eight people or then they'll have like eight post-its around each table and then like they can move it around and then that way they don't have to be like pasting and deleting an excel sheet but then once they finalize it then they have their excel list that you can send off to obviously your venue and your sign and, and your um your signage so i just thought that was kind of a, like a cool little thing i saw come my way i just wanted to share with everybody so danielle with that said can you tell us a little bit about the trends that you're seeing right now of course. So I think that in my industry, mirrors have definitely been a steady trend in the past few years, which I definitely see heavily going into this upcoming wedding season. But I will also say that very unique signage and like larger installations are also really trending. Like whether it be signage installed on a boxwood wall or signage on wooden arches and larger backdrops and installations. I'm definitely seeing those more and more, which are really interesting. Those are definitely a little trickier to execute from like a client's perspective. If you're like a bride or a groom listening, just because you can't just go online and order a boxwood wall with signage installation, everything like that, you would definitely have to find someone more localized who is able to take on a project like that. But I am seeing a lot of those very unique shapes like arches and rounded pieces that I think are definitely starting to pick up and are much trendier, which I'm really loving. Oh, that's so cool. You know, we, I would love for you to share an image with me so I can put it on the show notes and give people of a visual course. to see what you've been offering to people. That would be amazing. So anybody yeah. who's listening, I will grab an image from Danielle. We'll put it on the show notes and you can see kind of a visual of what she's seeing trend so you can be on trend. How's that? <laughs> of course. All right. Well, before the wrap up question, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the other component of your business? Yes, definitely. So I have a full online 
website where I sell a whole assortment of items. So I do sell wedding signs, which I've mentioned, my acrylic wedding signs, welcome signs, seating signs, things like that, as well as wooden wedding signs. And I also sell wooden custom signs. So not just wedding signs, I do a whole assortment of wooden signs. So these are really great for wedding gifts. I do a lot of last name signs. I do a lot of first dance quote signs and kind of anything you could possibly think of under the sun. They're all custom. Again, I can write everything. So whatever you want on your sign, of course, within reason, <laughs> I can write on for you. So a large portion of my business is my custom wooden signs aside from weddings, which is really fun because I get a little glimpse into my customers, you know, loves and what either their favorite movie is or their favorite song quote is or if i'm creating a sign for their parents anniversary or something along those lines it's really fun oh that's so sweet and then that's like basically those are like wonderful holiday gifts or wedding mm -hmm. gifts or maybe for example i i've seen you do a couple where you can say like the person's last name and when it's established yeah. so like any of the listeners who have friends getting married they can like hop right on your shop no matter where they're listening like and you can yes. ship it right to them however yeah. you do have a cutoff time so can you explain a little bit about how you work your custom orders yes so since my orders are custom and handwritten and everything that i talked about i do limit them to only the first half of the month so essentially the first through the 15th of the month, my website is open for custom orders. You can place the custom order at any time. And then the second half of the month, all of those custom listings are out of stock while I'm busy writing and fulfilling and shipping all of the orders. And then once the first of the next month hits, I'm fully open again through the 15th. So every single month is the same. First through the 15th, I'm open for custom orders. That goes for my acrylic wedding signs as well as my custom wooden signs. And it's basically how it goes. <laughs> All right, Danielle, well, I hate for this to come to a close, but with that said, what are some key points that couples should be asking their signage company when they're inquiring to make sure that they are working with a professional company to ensure that their wedding day is the most perfect event? Perfect, I love this question. First and foremost, I would just ask them what types of customization options are available for their signage. So some, People may be able to offer you full creative control over your signage and full customization, whereas others may have specific layouts and designs for you to choose from. So I think definitely asking what level of customization you have on your signs. Another important question, which we talked about, is just asking them about their setup and delivery process. So if you're paying for a setup fee or a breakdown fee, I think it's important to know what level of service is included in that, especially if your wedding's outside. You want to ensure that all of your pieces are getting set up professionally and safely. And then the final question I think is important to ask them is the timeline of changes for your pieces, specifically your seating chart. So how far in advance do they need your customization and your seating chart? How close to the wedding are you able to make any changes? Are there additional charges involved if you do need to make changes to your seating chart? Just having all of that information up front will allow you to make a really good and informed decision whenever you are going in the direction of choosing someone to create your signage. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled. You helped our listeners become one step closer to their journey of a stress-free wedding planning. Can you tell everybody who's listening how and where they can find you? Of course. So I am at Details and Swirls on basically every platform. So you can find me at Details and Swirls on Instagram at Details and Swirls on TikTok, at Details and Swirls on Facebook. My website is detailsandswirls.com. So basically, if you're looking for me on any platform, it's Details and Swirls. You have to clone yourself because that's a lot of platforms to manage. I know it. (laughs) So for the listeners, though, what I'll do, Danielle, is I'm going to put all your information up on our episode show notes, which they can all find on our blog and our website, which is at sarahzarella.com backslash podcast. And I'll also put up that trending picture for them all to see, see, I mean. Well, thank you, Danielle. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes, along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, we have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.